He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on another beautiful morning in the hill country of Texas. I'm telling you, isn't it gorgeous? A little, a little humid this morning, and uh, but certainly cool. Just remember, if you're traveling between Fredericksburg and Kerrville on Highway 16, that um, it is uh, there's still stopping traffic there about uh, about four miles north of I-10. Three or three miles north of I-10, something like that. It happens to be on both sides of the radio station. So whether it's me coming from the north or Lorraine coming from the south, um, both of us get stopped every morning there. So you got to take off a little bit earlier. Just be sure you add about 10 minutes. I would add 15 minutes to my trip between Fredericksburg and uh, Kerrville. Anytime these days, I doubt you're going to get stopped more than about five or six minutes, but uh, go ahead and uh, plan a little bit ahead so you don't embarrass yourself. Not that, you know, I don't even think anybody gets embarrassed anymore about being late. That, you know, that was a big deal when we were growing up, right? And I say we, because I know who's listening to me. Um, that was a big deal. And it just doesn't seem to matter anymore. And uh, that's very, very frustrating um that can be very frustrating for uh that uh, generation that believes that uh, if you're not 10 minutes early you're late and uh so anyway uh, you want to if you're one of that generation then you're already adding 15 minutes to your drive between Fredericksburg and Kerrville as they get the roads repaired. And I, I can't wait till they get that road fixed. I'm sure the uh, average speed on that road will increase by at least 10 to 15 miles an hour. So we'll be moving through there. So we got a lot of uh, great things on your calendar. I've got a good visit with uh, Pastor Greg coming up at the bottom of the hour today. And uh, so, and the rest of the show, we have no idea where it's going to go. You know, I just shoot from the hip every morning when I come in here. Um, Boy, I wish that was true. So Tuesday night, that would be tonight at 6 o'clock at the Social House in Fredericksburg is going to be the Texit. They're going to be having their, they have fairly regular meetings. And uh, so they're going to be, on Tuesday, that's I keep saying Tuesday, that's tonight, the 26th at 6 p.m. at the Social House in Fredericksburg. Friday, this Friday, this is a big deal, folks. Wes Verdell is running against, running to take, to represent a big chunk of the Hill Country that is currently being misrepresented by Andrew Murr. So <clears throat> Wes Verdell is a for real conservative without a funny mustache and he will uh, do a much better job as a conservative than uh, Andy Murr as a trans or trans 
Um, but they are um, this Friday evening. If you want to meet Wes Verdell and his awesome wife Sarah, uh, they're going to be at uh, in Mason at the Lee Lou Lee Lou Co-op in Mason. Angela tells me that's right there on the main square. So I guess if it's in uh, if it's in Mason, do you really need an address? And so, but uh, at the Leah Lou Co-op in Mason, and uh, that is at 6 o'clock, uh, to meet and greet Wes Verdell and talk about supporting him. Y'all uh, put some fire under Wes Verdell, would you? Go talk to him on uh, this Friday night in Mason and light a fire under him, would you? Saturday, September 30th. Um, that is this Saturday, the Preppers Expo. I've got a flyer here in front of me. My note says, see the flyers. So here's the flyer. Prepare now to attend the first annual Kerr County Emergency Preparedness Expo. That's going to be Saturday, this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Happy State Bank Expo Hall on Highway 27 in Kerrville. <clears throat> this is a free event the uh the uh theme of it is mitigation preparedness and recovery mitigation preparedness and recovery learn about water purification food storage solar power emergency communications financial preparedness rainwater catchment local disaster response resources and much more for more information, contact W.B. Dub Thomas, the emergency managed coordinator here in Kerr County. He is with the Kerr County Sheriff's Department, and this is being sponsored by the Kerr County Sheriff's Office and the Hill Country Preppers. So that is this Saturday. That's going to be quite an event. Um, Tuesday, the 3rd of October, the Wall of Hope Banquet. Uh, for the Pregnancy Resource Center. That's a Tuesday night. Um, we'll get you some more details on that. Uh, Wednesday the 4th, We the People, Liberty, and Action are having their monthly meeting on the 7th. Um, the first Saturday prayer also on the 7th, the Guntoberfest, uh, range day and training. <clears throat> and also the uh, 7th is uh, 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th is uh, my family reunion the Draper Family Reunion in Buffalo Gap, Texas. So um, on going way out on your calendar on the 14th is, that's the Eclipse Day, uh, the uh, Uneclipsed Concert. Uh, Mercy Gate Ministries is going to have a fun little concert. This is one that you want to, um, we're, we're going to check into this, find out what kind of music. She says it's uh, Christian hip-hop or uh rap or something like that. I don't know all the terminologies. Please excuse me, I'm old. Um, but uh, that is, uh, this one looks like it's going to be a good one for the Utes. So you want to bring your, uh, if you have any grandkids uh, that are uh, that uh, that age, like that kind of music, then uh, this is a good one. And uh, this is, uh, this is uh, Christian music and um, there you go. We'll find out more about it. We'll have to play some of it on the air here, see how many phone calls I get. All right, before we take a wee little break, I'm going to uh, take some uh, um, words of wisdom from Ben Franklin. I am in Poor Richard's Almanac um, from 1736, 
And uh, here, here's one. I, I think Michael Jackson uh, took this one. Uh, the rotten apple spoils his companion. The rotten apple spoils his companion. I think Michael ja- I think the Jackson Five maybe uh, disagreed with him that uh, about that. But uh, Ben Franklin said the rotten apple spoils his companion. Folks, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we will be right back. There's more where that came from. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for uh, staying tuned. Uh, we know you have a choice. You're listening to your information station in the Hill Country, and this is 104.3 on your FM dial or 102.1, depending on where you are in the Hill Country. Um, I was looking for an older, I have an older article that I sent up, uh, sent to myself um, here a couple of days ago. And it is talking about uh, the fact that uh, John Cornyn is looking to be our next, uh, to, looking to be the next uh, top senator uh, to replace um, the, um, the the turtle. Um, yeah, um, our you know how awesomely how awesomely conservative. Um, he has been John Cornyn. We can laugh about that if you want to. Um, but he is um, there. That is uh, some talk about he wants to uh, take the place of the of Mister uh, of the Turtle. And uh, yeah, here's that article. It was on the Daily Caller a while back. And uh, this is it. He says, here's who will likely replace McConnell as GOP Senate leader. And it says, as the 81-year-old Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell, has had multiple health scares in the past two months, uh, you know, he looks like he's reloading. I mean, it almost looks like, uh, you know, the software has uh, has stopped running. And you get the little spinning dial on his face. Um, there's a lot of talk about him being unable to serve in his role. And, uh, so, um, so who's going to step into the, um, who's going to step into the lead part on there? Um, it says, uh, it's going to be, uh, between, uh, Cornyn or Thune. And, uh, basically this article, this is on the Daily Caller, calls both Cornyn and Thune, calls them lookalikes to McConnell. Um, you know, if we start going through Cornyn's, uh, you know, bipartisan gun grab bill that uh, he helped support uh, in the last couple of years um, and some of the other votes that he has taken, he is really Cornyn. John Cornyn is not your good conservative. Um, I'm not sure if uh, we want him to be the um Senate leader, whether it's in the majority or the minority, 
Um, do we want, I, I don't think we do. Um, it says in this article that, um, it says this is a for a former Senate aide, uh, said it's Stooner Cornyn. I think McConnell would prefer, uh, the McConnell world prefers Thune, but Cornyn is a better fundraiser and legislator. So I wouldn't count him out. Did you hear that? John Cornyn knows how to bring the money home, and so they'll pick him. Well, where does he get his money? He gets his money here in Texas. And why does he get his money here in Texas? Because we have bought into hook, line, and sinker that all someone has to do is say they're a conservative, and that makes them a conservative. Could I give you some more examples of that? Maybe Andy Murr. He says it a lot. Um, oh, Ellen Troxclair told us she was the uh, in the top ten most conservative Republicans in the House, and that was on all the scorecards. All the scorecards had her in the top ten. Folks, I could not find a single scorecard, not one scorecard that had her as the as anywhere near the top ten most conservatives in the House. But they say that, and they say that because we... Well, first of all, I'm going to say we, I started to say it's we don't do our homework. Here's the deal. We used to not do our homework. Not doing our homework was the way these guys got into power. And someone like Ellen or, or John Cornyn or Andy Murr, very nice people, just like Mr. Smith, who was our, our congressman for so long, absolutely wonderfully nice people. They are. They're very nice and they come around and they visit with you and they make you feel like you're the most important person in the room. And sometimes they even, you know, kind of get close to you and, and, and try to, you know, they try to maybe impress you with some uh, information. You know, this, Matt, this is just for you. Uh, don't tell anybody. And, you know, they do that to everybody. They're suckering you up. All right. And uh, it happened to, um, I've seen it happen a lot. Um, I, I watched Ellen Troxclair. Uh, sucker one of the uh, Fredericksburg Tea Party members during this last session. Hook, line, and sinker. Um, and and they're good at this. And so they're going to come around. And uh, that's what makes Cornyn. He's a good fundraiser. He's a nice guy. He comes in and he says all the things you want to hear. And they are so used to getting away with this junk in Washington um, because we didn't pay any attention for any for many years, we didn't pay any attention other than the letter behind their name. If it had an R, eh, it's good for us. If it's an R, it's good for me. As Harley says it, if it's free, it's for me. I think if uh, the way we have looked at uh, politics for many many years is if it's an R, it's good for me, or if it's a D, it's good for thee. Whatever that is, where we have fallen, we haven't done our homework. And we've been taken advantage of. We've gotten burned. And so what we have is a lot of people, transpublicans, they appear to be Republicans. Um, but if you look closely, it's the makeup and the uh, pants they're putting on that are what their, their pretensions, their red jerseys they put them on. They're transpublicans. They, you know, Harley and I were talking about this. There's this idea of compromise that coming together, we're all going to come together and work together. And that's my job. 
And have you heard this from Troxclair, from uh, uh, Murr? You know, Matt, our job is to go up there. We have to work with all of our constituents, not just you. And we have to go up there and we have to work and we have to make deals. And sometimes we don't get everything we want. And and, and so you just ha- you don't understand how this process works. Have you heard that one? And that, that we're up there to, to make deals. No, you're not. And by the way, give me an example of a deal made in Austin in the Texas House, in the Texas House, where the compromise leaned toward the conservative side. Show me just one of those. You know what happens every time the Democrats get pushed towards the conservative side? They pull. They have all kinds of stunts. They pull a point of order. That one's uh, that one's easy because Andy um, because of Dade Phelan can go along with it. See that gives Dade Phelan an out. The Democrats will say point of order and they'll all look at it and Dade Phelan will go, yeah, y'all are right, Dad, it. And then he can say, well, if they hadn't point of order that I tried, I'm the Republican, I tried, but you know they pulled up a legitimate point of order. This is how these guys work. Every one of the compromises they've talked about, like when we tried to compromise with the Texas Democrats at the end of the 87th legislative session, what did they do? They left the state. They came back, so we had a special session. They left the state again for 40 days. Uh, 40 days and 40 nights, that sounds, I I think that was what it was. I think that's what it was. I think it was 40 days. But, um... Where the, the, the time for compromise, the, this fake time of working with the other side, this is leading us down, well, it's the road to hell. It's paved with really good intentions. And um, that's, that's kind of where we're at. And uh, we need to uh, straighten up on that. Folks, we're going to take a short break. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Long. <laughs> All right, folks, we are back uh, waiting for uh, Pastor Greg to get his um, end going up and and lined up. You know, it's kind of tricky. He's got his national show, and I'm here in the hill country of Texas, and we try to get together occasionally over our, our, um, we try to get together, sorry about that, um, between our two stations, and um, it is uh, not always easy, but uh, we're going to give it a try and see how this goes. I got, uh, here we are. I think we're all together now. Are we all together now? Um, maybe I'm waiting on Pastor Greg. So we're going to be talking about G20 that's coming up uh, here soon. And uh, that is, uh, well, actually, it's the end of, towards the end of G20. They've been meeting all of this year. They meet quite regularly, more than we would desire for them to meet. And uh, so, you can support here we go. Generation and make a tax deductible donation by visiting www.chosengenerationradio.com. And now, back to Chosen Generation with Pastor Greg. 
Welcome back to Children's Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything is filtered through biblical glasses. Thanks so much for being here. I know you have a choice of where you can listen each and every day, and I thank you for keeping it tuned here. Well, as we do each and every Tuesday, excited to welcome the Hill Country Patriot Radio crowd and the listeners to the Matt Long Show and my very dear and longtime friend, Matt Long. Matt, welcome. Good to have you. Always good to be here with you, Pastor Greg. And um, yeah, we've got a big one to talk about today. I don't I don't think it's, first of all, I, I know this is not new. Um, we've been talking, there have been a number of people talking about this for many years. Um, I'm trying to remember one of our local fellas uh, quite a few years ago was telling me, Matt, have you heard about the Great Reset? And I was thinking, yeah, I've had, and he said, well, I'm an expert in that area. And it was kind of interesting, Pastor Greg, that I used that opportunity to say, hey, I'm all about Texas. I'm going to ignore this because I didn't want to dive into it. And yet it comes around all the time. Talk to us about it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, my, my friend Michael Rechtenwald that I've had on the program, uh, you know, he was a very liberal professor at New York University until he woke up. And he has uh, written a book called The Great Reset, which I would encourage people to get because it talks about this. Of course, those of you who follow me know also that I'm a, a part of the advisory board for Save the Persecuted Christians. And we have talked extensively about this. Reggie Littlejohn, who is a, a part of our organization, has been on the Laura Ingram show. I think she's been on Tucker as well when he was on, uh, maybe even been on Hannity, but talking about uh, the WHO and what they're doing relative to this agenda, this uh, Agenda 2030 digital cities. One of the primary examples, Matt, that I think about that that, that really blows this up is, uh, is what just recently happened in Lahaina. And uh, I don't know if you saw this, um, but if we could take just a second, I, I'm, I've got a, um, a, a piece that I would love to, for for your audience and my audience both to hear, give me give me like two seconds here. Uh, right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, so 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 check this out. It's terminating. You do not have the time, and you are here to spin this. My office will not allow it. You. I have I have brought to the board the request that we return to the federal court which is where we were 21 years ago, 22 years, and no corrective measures taken. You can do whatever you want, bring all your pala pala. You will not build on mother care. The die was cast more than two years ago. One call, 36 came to be arrested just of the elders and 10,000, you think we will continue to allow this? We worship there. The Ibis of our kupuna are buried there. We have tolerated commercial science to the point that they continue the desecration. Did you know that we are the ones organizing with Sierra Club to remove 13 tons of trash because for years, for the first 20 years of Molokia, the telescope operators wouldn't pay for trash removal and the county wouldn't go to Molokia. 
So they let all their trash out for the winds to blow down the mana. We cleaned it up with Sierra Club, not commercial science. Mark my words, you will not build on Mama Care. We have said it for 50 years. Go back to the lawsuit filed by my office in 2002. At that point, this is, you know, you asked me last night, Matt, you said, what, what do we do? Yes. We, the people have to stand up and say no more. You will not take our country. You will not take my city. You will not take my county. You will not take my state. Arrest me and a thousand will replace me. Mm. Arrest that thousand and a hundred thousand will replace them. We will rise up and we will not be stopped. America belongs to the people. You cannot take it. So I, where does that look practical? These guys are making these decisions in New Delhi, and, and, and I'm not trying to push back against you. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a real answer. We, uh, this, uh, uh, this paper out of New Delhi, if you want to look it up, folks, it's called the G20 New Delhi Leaders Declaration. And so the G20 has been meeting off and on this year like they do all the time, and they've come up with a, I think it's a 37-page document that is essentially, I don't know, it's a constitution of sorts. Um, yep. It's kind of, it's either a constitution or a declaration of independence. It's kind of a combination of the two, but it's 37 pages long, and it is all about one world, one government, um, a redistribution of wealth, all of these things that are coming from the international level, and yet I live here in Gillespie County. You live in Bandera County. Our friends live here listening live in Kerr County. What do we do on the local level when we see these things going down, like the Great Reset or this uh, declaration uh, from the leaders of the world? How do we do that locally? We watch like a hawk what's happening in our local government we engage and and we make absolutely certain that these policies are not adopted here locally mm. in any way shape or form and unfortunately you know we know that 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 has begun i'll tell you one of the greatest victories that's just most recently taken place is the acquittal of Attorney General Ken Paxton, and there's there's a there's a nail on the wall and a picture that we need to sound the alarm about. Ken Paxton was preparing to investigate a corrupt Federal Bureau of Investigation and Department of Justice, mm -hmm. and moles in his office alerted these criminals that are acting under the color of law to try to stop him. And, and, and I, and I would suggest this, you know, uh, there's a, there's a guy that's moved over here to Texas. His name is Adam Kinzinger. Ugh. I posted on my Facebook page. If you 
see Adam Kinzinger report him to local authorities. <laughs> he has threatened the attorney general of Texas. He has said, I'm going to go after the attorney general of Texas. Hey, I, I don't know what he means by that. Right. But it sounds to me like a threat. It does. That sounds like a threat. And under Texas law, a threat is a felony. Right. A verbal threat under Texas law is a felony. So he has threatened the attorney general of the United of of of, of the state Texas. of Texas, mm-hmm. and therefore uh, turn him in, contact local law authority, and and make them aware of his location. He needs to be arrested. Hmm. You know we, and that's what we do. These people who've committed these coups. I hope Ken Paxton. Uh, and his and, and 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 his new office. I hope they clean house, and then I hope they go after these people. Mm. Yeah, the I the, uh, taking it at the local level. The one of the things we found out when trying to deal with the city council and county commissioners during the um, the great uh, flu shutdown of 2020, the government shut down, the flu didn't shut us down, the government had shut us down, was that we heard over and over that uh, the city council, well, you know, we, we got to look to the state, and we have to trust the CDC, and that we've elected on the local level, and this is just out of bad habit, but we've elected on a local levels many people who don't all they can do is look to someone of higher authority of higher authority they think and uh and point to them and they don't think they're accountable for holding uh for keeping us all safe and 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 uh, uh under the constitution so that that one's a very that one's a bothersome to me well, again, in, in, in that instance, and it's going to be the responsibility of we the people. We the people have to be engaged at that local level to the best of our, of our, you know, of our ability uh, to say, no, we're, we're not going to allow this. We're not going to go for this. And, and find someone in your local community that has the right kinds of values and and get them on the ballot and get them elected. Help them. If you can't do it, then find somebody who is able and willing and get them elected. You've got to be able to find people in your community that will step up and that will, and that will fulfill those roles and start at the local level at city council and then start at county commissioners. Go to your county commissioners' meetings. You know, I think it's interesting that they have these meetings. Our county commissioners meet uh, mid morning on Wednesdays. <laughs> well, most I mean, most people are working mid morning on Wednesdays. So you know what you need to do, and 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 maybe I need to lead the charge in this. But we need to go to them and say, you know what? No, you're going to move your meeting to the evening because this is a meeting that affects the people. And we, the people, demand an opportunity to have an audience with you and to hear what you're doing. And doing it in the middle of the day and then pretending like it's public because you're doing it out in the public is nonsense. Yeah, we've had that uh, issue with the city council in Fredericksburg. They decided to move their meetings to a Tuesday morning. In fact, at 9 o'clock, 
they planned it so that I can never go to a city council meeting. Um, I think they did it on purpose. I think they called it the Matt Long rule. I'm not too sure. But the reason we talk local, when we've got some guys in India who are drawing up this 37-page declaration, and, and there's a part of me that says, well, what can I do about this? There's nothing I can do. It all comes down to, at the end of the day, when if they were to start pushing all of this through from the federal level, and let's say our feds buy all into it, which our current administration is buying all into this, um, and yep. then someone is going to have to enforce all these rules. And I don't right. think the U.S. military would have the ability nor the size nor the cojones to go in and enforce this. It's going to have to be enforced at your local level. So we can talk all we want about what these guys are doing at the G20, but they're going to have to use local people to enforce this. And Dad, Pastor Greg, they're already pretty successful at getting local people to enforce this. Oh, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. You're right. They, they, they have been very successful in coercing. Well, I, I remember, a, a, golly, again, when I first started my show about 10 years ago, uh, we had a local marshal here in, in Bandera. Uh, and, and this was when, uh, when they were still going after what they called sovereign citizens. Now, now, you know, sovereign citizen is, is simply an individual who recognizes that they have inalienable God-given rights given to them and, and that the Constitution was created not to give the government power but to secure the rights of the people against the oppressive, tyrannical actions of the government. Mm. That's what a sovereign citizen, and they are very law-abiding. But this, this particular marshal was talking about how dangerous sovereign citizens are. Listen, a sovereign citizen is the least dangerous person you've got in your community because they're the ones that actually know the laws and they know their rights. And, and, and a person who knows his rights also knows how to follow the law. That's right. They do. Folks, you need to catch up with this. You need to read this. Just search for New Delhi. Uh, leader's declaration and Delhi is uh, not where you get your sandwich meat. Uh, they uh, added an, an extra H in there. So it's D-E-L-H-I, New Delhi's Leader's Declaration. Um, just reading the table of contents will make your head explode. So if you can get past the third page without having to duct tape your head, you're in pretty good shape. But the first line on the preamble says, we are one earth, one family, and we share one future. So they're right up front saying this is one world government. And uh, we're here to uh, help you. We're, we're with the one world government. And we're here to help you. <laughs> <laughs> what did Mr. Reagan say, President Reagan? <laughs> if they say we're the government and we're here to help you, you better, that, that's, you better run. That's, yeah. that's not a good sign. Not a good sign. No, it, it's uh, I'm I'm I am uh, trying to copy it right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can't get the whole thing copied, and I'll get it up uh, in my blog section on my website, uh, so you can read it. And if you're signed up uh, with our blog at ChosenGenerationRadio.com, then you're gonna get this in your email box because I'm gonna email the, you the link. I'll actually will email you the whole thing, so you'll be able to read it. 
uh, as an email. And take it to your county commissioners and your city council, and they're going to look at you like you have two heads. They're going to say, what's this got to do with us? And you need to tell them, read it, because you are going to be the ones that are are going to be charged with enforcing this. And are you ready to yep. enforce this? And is this what you want to see your area turn into? Well, and, and here's here's a means to, to, to uh, take a proactive step. Your county commissioners can adopt a resolution that says we in total reject the G20 agenda and will not be enforcing it here in and and the name of your county. Absolutely. They can do that. Yeah. They can they can create a resolution that says we reject this document. We 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 are we will not be uh, endorsing this document, and we will not be following the guidelines of this document. And they can put forward a resolution that says that. There you and go. that's what you should ask them to do, both both from a county perspective and also uh, from a city perspective. You, you should ask them and say, I want you, you can even draft it for them. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. You just draft it, and and you just say this resolution by county commission and your city. We will not follow the guidelines of, and then and then name the document, the G, the Delhi G twenty document. Right. That's it. That's a good start. That that's the question. You know, I always get concerned when people talk about these international theories, and 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 it almost is an excuse to say, "Well, it's a big international thing. I can't do anything about it." And it always bothers me on that. And and here is this is a local solution for an international um, theory of uh, one world government. And so, Pastor Greg, we are past time. But I want to thank you for uh, for this, and uh, thank you for sending that out to your people. And, folks, again, it's called the G20 New Delhi Leaders Declaration. Yep, and I'm going to send it out right now. By uh, I'll be sending it by email, but you can find it at the website at ChildrenGenerationRadio.com. God bless you, Matt. God bless you, whole country. Remember this. We have one king. His name is Jesus Christ. I declare against, I declare right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, the spirit that is attached to the G20 New Delhi Leaders Declaration is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Angels, we bind that spirit right now and ask that it be removed and that it cannot come into the boundaries of the United States of America in the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Blood, Cross, Resurrection, and Ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who came in the flesh. Amen. God bless you, Matt. God bless you. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. Born to be wild. All right, folks, we are back. Let's wrap this up. You know, we, um, 
it's been said a whole lot recently that we have to stand up. It is time to stand up. It's time to stand up on the border issue. It's time to stand up and, and for our kids. We are at a crossroads. We are at a crossroads. My biggest concern is what does the standing look like? My biggest concern is a Bubba moment. And I say that in all due respect to all my Bubba friends out there. But the Bubba moment is when we've got 99% of awesome, great people up there standing for something. Let's just say peacefully standing and there's the one Bubba in there who wants to turn it into a fight because he can't wait to get into a fight, and all the rest of us look like idiots. So when we say stand up, we're not talking about violence. We're talking about standing up. We're talking about making our voices heard. Um, I've got uh, Michael Quinn Sullivan has a great little book out called Reflections on Life and Liberty, and I went to the very last chapter here to close our uh, show out today, and it's called At the Crossroads. And he says, are we taking the advantage of our location and vocation? He says, the city of Megiddo was of critical trade and strategic importance for seven millennia. Never heard it? Never heard of it? Yes, you have. We, not, we know of Megiddo by its Greek name through the writings of John in the New Testament book of Revelation, Armageddon. No matter what one thinks of eschatology and biblical prophecy, Tel Megiddo tells us a lot about the opportunities we have if we seize them. The city was occupied for some 7,000 years. As an archaeological site, it is without equal. Layer upon layer of archaeological record testifies to people taking advantage of their geography to influence the world. Megiddo was in a valley that made for easy travel. One could literally touch the corners of the known world merely by living in Megiddo. All of the important trade routes through came through Megiddo, and those who lived there drew immense power from controlling the intersection. We all have such opportunities. Each of us is placed somewhere in which we interact directly or indirectly with thousands of people. Where are you? Are you using your position, maybe your actual geographic position, or maybe a profession, skills, wealth, interests, or relationships to influence the world around you? Political grassroots conservatives in Texas have been frustrated with the do-the-minimum attitude of Republican lawmakers. As the world's 10th largest economy and the union's second largest state, Texas is at the center of attention. Yet state lawmakers regularly pass on the opportunities to show bold leadership in the eyes of a watching world. As it happens, Megiddo's importance eventually waned. The political the geopolitical reality of the Iron Age and the rise of the Roman Empire all washed by and Megiddo fell away into rubble. It was uninhabited by around 500 B.C., yet its name and legacy live on as a literary tool and rhetorical device. Megiddo's place in future history, of course, is a different discussion. I choose not to believe the decline of our republic is inevitable, I believe rejuvenation is possible. I know it is needed. 
you and I must decide what we will do to make where we are count and be a force for good influencing the world. Will we resign ourselves to the inevitability of tyranny, of the leftist tyranny? Will we shrug our shoulders and, 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 and head down the well-trodden road to serfdom? Or will the patriots rise up? Will we rededicate ourselves to those founding ideals of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Will we fight for what these United States can be? Will we fight for the more perfect union of self-governing sagras? Will we, in the words of the Old Testament exhortation, be strong and courageous where we are? Should the Lord tarry for 7,000 years? Will we be remembered for squandering our place in history or for seizing opportunities? We'll see y'all tomorrow. KRNH HD2, Kerrville, K27.